Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. Feeling any better there, buddy? Oh, man, that music's crazy. <laughs> that sounds like it's dragging, man. I mean, I, my cold is still hanging on, and you're still medicated and you, like, just talked to everybody five minutes ago. <laughs> so, here we are, sick again, back at Leeberry, stuck in uh, Studio One, the yep. originator, which is okay. The original? Yeah. The originator. The originator studio. My name's Aaron. My name's Craig, and this is... This is weird. This is this really episode is episode one forty two. Yeah, it is one forty two, and uh, I wanted to tell you about a new podcast that's out there. This name sounds familiar. It does, doesn't it? And the reason being, and they hold no bones about this, is that you and I are uh, their inspiration. What? It's a new podcast called Two Dudes with Good News. What? Yeah, my tell buddy. What? Keith Keith Heinrichs. Uh, I used to work with the Bass Pro. We, we're still friends, of course. Um, but he's been a, a wait. Yeah. He knows you and you're still friends? Yes. Isn't that awesome? Crazy. But the thing is, um, he and his buddy got together, and what they do, instead of covering weird stories like we do, they cover good news. And so it's totally unlike What's any that? other. Yeah, I know. You don't hear about it anymore, but they do a great job with it. They're, they're funny kids, <clears throat> and they do characters. You know what? You know how I know that? Because Keith is the one that uh, we used to joke about that liked. Uh, What's that band that's terrible that nobody likes? Nickelback. Used to like, used to joke about liking Winger? Nickelback. <laughs> so I'm I'm listening to the to uh, two dudes of good news the other day, and they start talking about Nickelback and how we are always dogging Nickelback, and both of them act like they like them. <laughs> so I knew they were doing characters because wow. because no real because no real person would no, actually like no. Nickelback. So uh, you can get good news and you get characters. That's nice. Yeah, check out two dudes of good news. Wow. You know. Sounds like some fake news. <laughs> How are you? You, you don't I'm look not, any different. I'm still hallucinating. Really? I need food. I'm hungry. Again? Yeah. We've been gone, you know, four days, and you still haven't eaten. I, I eat something, I think. <laughs> You're hungry all the time. Is it the medicine? I don't know, but why is there so much noise outside the studio tonight? <laughs> you're you're loopy. Again. Hey. Again, you're loopy. <clears throat> yeah. You want to go, go ahead and jump into it? Yeah. Since neither one of us feel very good still... We're going to jump on here. Yeah, since we don't have any reviews because our listeners don't love us enough. Hey, did that Vegemite get here yet? No. No. I got to contact Adam. Man, can you like upload it? And the funny it? thing is, it's, upload coming, it to us? it's coming from Australia. So oh, what if he could just send it to your 3D printer and we could print it out? It probably tastes as good. There are food 3D printers. Probably you know? with sugar. <laughs> no, no. There no, are, it's there sugar. are 3D printers that make food. <laughs> they make sugar-based. No, they don't. You're lying. I'm not lying. I've seen videos. Oh, I, I, you've all yeah. You know, I saw you know, a video that I saw. A guy walking on the moon. <laughs> That's true. That was filmed in the desert. <laughs> Whatever. There, and Lori came up with a good one this week. By the way, darn it. We were watching uh, the new Ozzy and Jack show. Ozzy Osbourne and his son yeah, uh, Jack. Uh, it's awesome. It's a funny show. Cable. But anyway, they're traveling around the world or around the country, around America, and stopping these places. But they stopped. They went to Utah. On Mars. There's Mars is in Utah. There's a Mars training area in Utah because it looks so much like it. Lori said that they set that up to film the first landing on Mars in case anything goes wrong. 
So she's pretty smart, you know, my wife. I, I give her that. But anyway, you got top story? You're top only saying story. that because she's not listening. <laughs> That's not true. She has been listening lately. <laughs> this just in. Go ahead. Man is told his wife has died. <laughs> Man, you got one of those words wrong. <laughs> What did I say? Man has told. <laughs> Look, man, here's the problem, okay? The letters are moving. The That's letters it. are moving. <laughs> We're done. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> yeah. This I'm just how, kidding. This is how it starts out. How can it get any better? Who knows? Take it from the top. Hey, hey, you got the nice top story? Top story. Man is told his wife has died in hospital only for him to spot her asleep on ward. Ward. Who's Ward? He's Beaver Cleaver's father. <laughs> Was he just, okay, I'm, I'm not a bed, but if you want to lay here, okay, whatever. soft and cushy. All right. Man, Ward, I'm worried about weird. that woman So he looks over, me. he sees her asleep. Yeah. A man was told by a hospital nurse that his wife had died. I'm sorry, dear. Your wife has died. How horrible would that be? And she was only in there for like a, a toenail or something. Yeah, something <laughs> stupid. He's like, what? Only to turn up to find her asleep on the ward an hour later. So he, he saw her. In the on the same floor he was on sleep. Tragic though. He's like you're dead. Sorry, dear. Your wife has died. <laughs> what? My wife? My Can wife you has imagine? Died. My wife of my wife has died. My wife of thirty years has died. Oh, wait. No, that's how they're sleeping. <laughs> He's sixty three. He could have. What if he'd have died of a heart attack? Yeah. Oh man, that nurse would have been in trouble. Oh, that been nasty. Whoa, boy. Frank Prittis, sixty three, was left grieving for his wife Sandra unnecessarily after nurses mixed up her details with another patient. Imagine the other husband. Oh, it's okay, son. She, she's just sleeping. Nah, she's fine. <laughs> she's going to be great. You just don't believe how lucky you are. <laughs> she's great. She's right as rain. She's 100%. Just wait till she wakes up. Yeah. Stand right here. Mrs. Prittis was That's terrible. at the Royal Devon and Exeter Hospital. This is in England. This is in England. Receiving I treatment for bladder cancer oh. when her family received a call from the nurse. She said, hello, it's time for tea and biscuits and your wife. is dead. <laughs> She's dead. M- Mr. Prittis, a bus driver from Exeter, Devon, said, <clears throat> said he had to wait an hour. To find out that his wife was still alive. I bet you that hour lasted a week. A long. <laughs> yes. He said, The nurse told me that my wife had passed away approximately an hour previously. She asked if we could come over to the hospital to see the doctor who would explain exactly what had happened. We went straight to the toyage ward and reported the nurse's station. Torridge reported ward. to the nurse's That station. sounds like where you go... For breakfast, yeah. the Torridge Ward. A bowl I'm going to go, <laughs> go pick up a hot bowl of Torridge. I'll meet you at the ward. Yeah. Ward? We were acknowledged by a number member of the staff. Hello, there's a man. <laughs> I was so glad to be acknowledged. Who asked if she could help? We explained that we had arrived to speak to the doctor as we were told that my wife had just passed away. She apologized and said, she would go get the nurse in charge to find out what kind of husband wouldn't be at the hospital when her wife died, when his wife died. The nurse said, why are you crying, sir? He said, I've lost my wife. She said, well, I'll help you find her. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> that's not the story, boy. It's crazy. I like it when you're loopy. You I laughed mean, at my joke. Yeah. <laughs> 
<clears throat> you didn't even ask. You didn't even question why he wasn't at the hospital. <laughs> His wife is dying. Why <laughs> really? <clears throat> he was driving In a bus. In the meantime, for some unknown reason, I just happened to turn and look through the window into the ward where I saw my wife fast asleep in her bed. It turns out the nurse that had made the call had, in fact, picked up the wrong file and contacted oh. the wrong family. I said, if this is a joke, it is a sick one. Good day. <laughs> good day. She said, I'm so sorry. I said, good day. <laughs> Mr. Prittis. It's a sick joke at the hospital. Yeah. <clears throat> Your pun is no fun. Mr. Prittis has attended several meetings with the hospital's trust over the incident. They got to change the name of that one. I was going to say, obviously, he's actually probably lost it with the trust. So then now it's going to be the hospital's don't trust. Yeah, don't trust. He said they were promised that protocol was in place to ensure that paperwork and wristbands. What's he complaining about? His wife's alive. Some other poor chap is like, hey, your wife is. (laughs) She's dead. Tired. Yeah. Oh, we just dropped that last word. Uh, (laughs) What we just said? Wife, wife. Yes, I saw it here somewhere. Um. Go ask what? the nurse in charge. Um, let's see. Um, she's not here. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's wrong with her, but she's not available. She won't be waking soon. Yeah, I don't want to wake her. <laughs> don't know how. Go ahead with um, your story. I'm still. <laughs> you remember where you were? <laughs> anyway, they were going to do wristbands and whatnot. Something we've been doing forever. Right. Mrs. Prittis has since died. Oh. <laughs> And he decided not to go public with the mix-up at the time of there. And but September now that she's really dead. As he did not want her to know anything about the air. What? So now that my wife's dead, I can tell you that they told me she was dead. <laughs> silly British people. You know what that is? That's a weird story. It's a weird story. Hey, you saw Jumanji, right? Jumanji? The new one? You said Jumanji. Yeah, you saw it. Jumanji. Lori and I went to see it. I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was terrible. What? I was bored sick through the whole thing. We were crying laughing so hard in that movie. Thought it was terrible. Now You're also stupid. <laughs> now, I'll tell you, downsizing, amazing. Don't want to see it. <laughs> Why? It just looks bad. Oh, you got a problem with anybody that's short. <laughs> you and we saw it because they were awesome. smaller than you. Here's the thing about Jumanji. The first one was amazing. They're not. They're two different movies. They are two, but this one is set up as a sequel because they found the game on the beach where it was left at the end of the first one. So it is set up as a being sequel. Left at a, yes. I love that movie. I remember being left at a beach. But, Absolutely. But, but yeah. did you catch that Alan's uh, yes. tree, Al- tree house? Yeah, now that, that's the only where, part of the movie is, is I liked. where uh, Nick Jonas was staying. They didn't explain. It, it was it, just a nod to him. It wasn't a sequel. It was, it was, kind of a, it was a continuation. Well, that's a sequel. I know, kind of. It's a different story. It was kind yeah. of a different story. I don't know. Lame. I walked in expecting not to be real fond of the whole thing because I'm a big fan of the original. The original is amazing. I love, although you I don't love, remember the ending. I love. Zith- I just don't remember where they buried it. The Zathura is the other one of the other stories. Same same exact premise. Yeah. Have you seen Zathura? No. It's a board game. It's a space version. Okay. Of like a game. Same exact thing. Yeah. Awesome. I yeah. thought it was awesome. Uh, I may leave right now and go watch that. I'll be Do back. it. Do you no. Know, so I kind of walked in expecting to not like. Jumanji because I uh, they're messing with it they're messing with it yeah I understood but uh, I always enjoy the rock he's always funny uh, Kevin Hart kills me Kevin Hart's hilarious and uh, what's her face I'm blanking on her name the redhead uh, uh, from Doctor Who from Doctor Who yeah. is also in Guardians of the Galaxy yep uh, her, her name yeah her name is uh, super fire Gillen. hotness Gillen yeah that's it Karen, Karen Gillen yep that's exactly it love her yeah uh, 
and who was the other person? The girl, other girl I didn't even know. No, no, Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black. I didn't know the girl, but the, the character. It was a female trapped in a male's body. That was, he was hysterical the whole time. But Kevin Hart, I, I, you know what? I, we, we laughed. And, oh. and Glenna, who we don't mention. Now, I laughed maybe once Glenna, or twice. Glenna was laughing all through the whole thing. We were all laughing. Did you poke her with a snake? Here's the thing. No, yeah. here's the thing. We just don't come down on people as hard as you do. We thought it was funny. <laughs> we, we thought they did a good job. We stuck around after the show to let them know how good of a job they did. Did you stand up and clap? No. I tell you, I was just uh People did that in uh, Greatest Showman. They did that. I want to see that one. Greatest Showman. This has turned into a movie review show. Yeah, um, we, we almost actually went to see that one, but Lori wanted to see Jumanji. Jumanji. You freak. <laughs> what are you, some kind of movie announcer now? Jumanji. That sounded like, like the beginning of the show. In a world where things are weird, like Aaron's height. <laughs> no, that's one downsizing. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a movie, we could, we could be in a world. In a, a world. in a world where everyone is shorter than Aaron. Oh. <laughs> it's called his fantasy. Yes. So I would love to be tall. Greatest showman. Yeah. I went in. I, I, you know, I like Grease. Yeah. You know, I like musicals. Okay. I do. I love <clears> musicals. <throat> I love musicals. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with them. I'm not gonna watch every one of them. Hamilton. Fantabulous. No, I don't want to watch that because they ran. They was running the ground. I just good it, music. No, my though. kid, my kid has run that in the ground for me. I don't want to. Rent. I, I don't want to listen to it. What about Rent? Love. Can rent. I finish what I'm saying? Well, I don't Joshua like, I don't, likes. I rent. don't like. I'm talking movies. I'm not talking stage. Whatever. I'm just if I go to a movie and it's a musical, I'm okay with it. I like Grease. I, I know these were stage productions. I'm talking about the movie. We've moved on to movie now. Okay. <laughs> I'm right there with you, okay. man. So no, you weren't there. Rent is a movie. You, I, okay, whatever. So <laughs> can we go back to Greatest Showman? So I walked into Greatest Showman, like I'm here for the popcorn. Yeah, because so you must have gone to NCG. Like I love movie popcorn. Yeah. I could eat my way down. I do too. I really do. I literally am like Cookie Monster. You know how he throws the cookies. And now that we're both members of uh, Movie Pass, we can afford popcorn. <clears throat> I got another. I got another. Oh, you know what? I, I got my free popcorn coupon and I lost it. You big dummy! But I got another one. Like the next time we went, you we went know what? Because we went to see. Um, we we went and saw Paddington too. Oh, good grief. Oh, no. Those are good movies. Oh, my gosh. No, they're they're horrible. No, they're not. No, they are. No, they're not. See, you've just ruined your reputation as a movie critic. Have you seen Paddington? Yes. Unfortunately. Whatever. It's got the guy that played Q in the new James Bond movies. I don't care who's in it. It's a bad movie. Have you seen Logan Lucky? No, but I want to. That's a great movie. Yeah, okay. We're going we're gonna to download that, or we're going to rent that what? one or something. You yeah. know what? We're going to get are it on. Are you encouraging downloading stuff? Well, you have to download it to watch it. Oh, yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, Greatest Showman. Yes. So, Greatest Showman, uh, I walk in. I'm there for the popcorn. I was, as my daughter would say, I was shook. Was it good? It was so good. All right. We're good with that's on our list. And the scene with the bearded lady when she has her moment. And you'll know it when you see it. She have a Dairy, she, Queen, a Dairy Queen shirt on? What does that even mean? <laughs> that's a little inside. Go ahead. Go ahead with your story. Wow. I am loopy because I missed. Com- yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> Tell me later. Okay. So, oh, wait. I do recall something about this. So, anyway. Sorry to our So, listener. when you're watching them, and everybody that's, anybody that has seen The Greatest Showman knows. That was inside, but it was good. When she has her moment. Yeah. Has her breakout song in the movie. Yeah. Dude, you will get chills. Okay. It is so I'm already good. sold. I want to see Her voice. Yeah. You're like at church. You're having some church. Really? Headline is, are we done with movie reviews? Oh, so we were talking about movies, yeah. and uh, I think so. I don't know why you didn't like Jumanji. 
because it was boring it for was one thing. Funny. I didn't think. I thought it was way, way predictable. They got out of everything it's way a too easy. Movie. No, it's a kids movie. And that's that was my issue with it. They aimed it at kids. Some teens might like it. No, it was fine. The original Jumanji. It had, it had Murray in it. Murray, yeah, but he was a character, and he was only in it for like two minutes combined. But the thing is, I thought it was the original. I thought it was fun. I love the original. Anybody would love any age, but this one you've got to be below fifteen to really enjoy it. I don't think so. Well, whatever. Anyway, headline is two men hit each other in consecutive accidents in Germany. Now that doesn't sound too weird, but listen to these details. They hit on each other. Berlin. Berlin. Police in Eastern Let Germany, your city of Dresden, say two men suffered minor injuries after backing into one another in two consecutive accidents. Police said Tuesday that a 49-year-old man pulled into a disabled parking place on... Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what, what was wrong with this parking space? It was disabled. What? I don't know. Were the lines crooked? <clears throat> Police what said... What does that mean? Tuesday. That a 49-year-old man pulled into a disabled parking place on Monday afternoon, then reversed out after noticing his mistake. So he wasn't a disabled person. He's like, I got a great spot. Oh, wait, this is for he said, he said, oh, buggers. So he backed out. As he backed out, he accidentally hit a 72-year-old man walking behind him, injuring him slightly. Ow. So after the two men exchanged information for the report, the older man got into his car and backed out of his own parking spot hitting the younger man in the process and slightly injuring him. Karma comes through again. I tell you, I know exactly what happened here. That soldier, well, yeah, whippersnapper right, right. hit me. Watch this, will you? Police said it was at this point they were called to the it's scene. probably like you. You can only see through the center of the hey, steering at least, wheel. At least I can hear out of both my ears. What? <laughs> yeah, but at least my ears are the normal size. What? What? <laughs> I'm going to cough now. <laughs> Go ahead with your... Your pantsless store. Oh, are we ready? Yeah, yeah. This just in. Go ahead. Pantsless visit to pet store leads to lewdness charge against dog owner. Well, I take Lily to the pet store and I never put pants on her. Why would you put pants on your dog? Pants on your pet. <laughs> when you pants on the ground. Pants on the ground? <laughs> Looking like a fool with your dog pants on the ground. <laughs> dog pants. <laughs> Write that down. Dog pants. A great band name. Hey, you know, I thought of a, I thought of a dog invention. And I'm going to tell people this because I'm too lazy to make it myself and make money. <laughs> and so would you just do me a kindness? If you actually become really rich over this, would you send me a couple bucks? Yeah, do, it, do, do Craig a solid So, here. So you know Invisible Fencing keeps the dogs in the yard. Yeah. I want an indoor version that are beacons on doorways to keep them out of different rooms. That's not a bad idea. So like when we're in the kitchen, we've got two open doors that come into the kitchen. I right. want um, when they get close to those doors to go and not let them come in. Oh, yeah. So if you can make that for me, here's what I want. I could do it. I could rig up a shotgun. <clears throat> no, it's an yeah. alarm. It's a buzzer buzz. No, no. You want a shotgun the first time so they'll know not to do it when the buzz goes off. Shoot their shoot the little paw off. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Then the dog will get, in and say, I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. <laughs> Three letters. <laughs> a Palmer Township man took his dog to a local pet store but left his pants at home. Township police said. Aunt left the dog's pants at home. Why does the dog have to have pants? Again, <laughs> he left his pants on the pants on the bed. Pants, pants on, on the, the bed. bed. On the morning of November twenty fifth, Kevin Steele walked into the Petco off of Nazareth Road. Love hurts. Where's your pants? Your pants on the ground. Uh, let's see. So he walked in the Petco. In a long Kansas City Chiefs t-shirt and nothing else. 
Well, you had a shirt covering. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> Steele took his dog to the shot clinic where it received a rabies shot. Then Steele walked to the registers and paid for the service. Nothing wrong so far, except that he's naked. Police noted the T-shirt was long, but that employees could oh, boy. see parts of him he didn't want to see. No. And they called police. Steele got into his car and, and they drove said, away. we don't want to see it either. <laughs> yeah. What are you calling us for? Still, we believe you. <laughs> Still got into his car and drove away before officers arrived, but employees provided the cops with his license plate number. Police said when they went to Steele's home, he answered the door wearing nothing but the same T-shirt. Charges were filed on November 29th, and Steele, who turned 55, he's your age, on no, Wednesday, was arraigned Thursday morning on charges of open lewdness and disorderly conduct but not a pat on the back at all for getting his dog a shot no and i'll tell you this at 50 you start to lose it a little bit you know what i mean well, you and i have a mutual friend acquaintance who has was watching a game yeah got up yeah. to go get gas because he was thinking i gotta go to work in the morning uh, it's halftime i'm gonna run to the station get some gas come back in his underwear in his t-shirt Completely forgot to put pants. Jumped, threw his uh, flip-flops on, ran to the gas station, and he said he was pumping, and the wind was blowing. He's like, man. You can tell me offline who this is? Yeah, if you remind me, I will. When did this happen? Oh, it's been a couple of years ago. Yeah, underwear. Anyway. Did anything happen? Uh, No. He made it all the way there. Yeah. Still not realizing. Not realizing until he was pumping gas. And then realized he was just in his, in his skivvies. Yeah. Tidy whities too. Not boxers. <laughs> Like Walter White. Headline is, China's youth obsessed by cat sniffing. <laughs> Sounds gross. What Z- the cat smells like? Cotton candy. Zhu Shabu loves sniffing his orange wait, tabby wait, wait, cat. Wait, wait, wait. Zhu Shabu? Yeah. He loves sniffing his orange tabby cat and spends hours playing with his pet every day. <laughs> Burying his face in the fluffy cat body and inhaling deeply. What if he had cat allergies? Zhu is one of China's many cat sniffers who obsessively smell and cuddle their cats, often multiple times a day. I guess there's weirder stuff. As a veteran cat sniffer, if I don't get my fix, I feel absolutely terrible. I have serious cat addiction, said one cat lover on Zui, China's version (laughs) of Quora. From clothes to cell phone covers designed with cat pictures, Zoo's life is all about cats. If it is related to cats, he'll buy it. My wife and I, this guy's married. Wow. This cat sniffer's she's, married. She's letting, she's letting this go on right under her roof. My wife and I are not ready to have a child, I would say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we give all our love to our kitty cat, said Zhu, who is now age 30. He works for a film company in East China's Xining province. I don't think you got that anywhere close to right. My cat has supreme status at home. What is wrong with people whose cats have supreme status in their house? Who wears the pants in that family? The cat. Yeah, unless he goes to Petco. Zoo even refers to himself as, I'm not just saying that, <laughs> a shovel feces officer. You just said it. I did. An unusual title taken by That's not even a cat. good title. That's not, I wouldn't want that title. In addition to raising a real cat at home as opposed to a fake cat, Zoo also watches cat photographs and videos shared by cat owners on the internet. A lot of cat videos are funny. And you can find unlimited amounts of them. Pretty much all you can eat. The online, pheno- what are you? Going to a buffet now? DQ buffet later. The online phenomenon is known as cloud cats, and cat fans will check social media constantly throughout the day. Sometimes their passion is so strong that they even come to see other people's cats as their own. That's like that grouchy cat. 
Right. Grumpy Cat. Grumpy, Grumpy Cat. Cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of people uh, claim to own Grumpy Cat. On Zihu, there are 180,000 followers of posts on cats, double the number of people who follow posts about dogs. Raising cats is big news in China because of the buffets. <laughs> you know, Raising them over your head? A lifestyle heavily focused on China's empty nest youth. The unmarried who live alone in major cities are fans of cats. According to a report released on Alibaba, its e-commerce platform, Tabo, sold nearly 10 billion won, over 150 billion U.S. dollars, over 1.5 billion U.S. dollars of cat-related products in 2017, including cat food, cat clothes, and cat accessories. My cat eats salmon and vitamins every day. A bag of food imported from Canada is 761, and the cat litter has made it tofu, Craig. That's why did he call me out? I don't know, but he did. He said his cat was <coughs> made of tofu. That story literally had me asleep just about. Wake hey, up. Hey, everybody's heard about this one. Yeah, this, this is a good is, one. We've got to cover it because it's weird. This isn't really just in. This already happened. But uh, Hawaii missile alert, false alarm, sparks panic in U.S. state. An incoming missile alert plunged residents of Hawaii into panic on Saturday morning before oh, it was declared yeah. a false alarm. Can you imagine getting this thing on your phone? I'd be freaking out. Mobile phone users received a message saying ballistic missiles, uh, missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. That is the important line. This is not a drill. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, did it say ugh at the end of it? It doesn't, but okay. can you imagine? State Governor David Ege, 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 Ege Come on, apologized Ege. and said it was caused by an employee pressing the wrong button. <laughs> Somebody said on, I was listening to a certain radio station we listened to. Yeah. And someone called in and made a good point. They said, I think... This is what they said. This isn't the official. They said, I kind of wonder if there wasn't a nuclear sub nearby, uh-huh. and there were some missiles possibly flying, and somebody really did shoot one, but we took care of it, and then they tried to cover it all up. Ah. That's a scarier thought. Mm. So it's, you. It's, a, it's less scary. I'm not saying I'm into the conspiracy. I'm just yeah. saying that's what. You're, the, you're that's calling what, conspiracy here. Well, I'm saying that somebody has presented a good argument for a conspiracy. I agree. That and is a good it argument. Would, it would actually, it's scarier than just. What really happened? I mean, if it That's was- true because it. I, I honestly now I'm going to take take all the uh, funny stuff away for a minute and say that I don't trust our government as far as I can throw them well, when, the when they announce it's very anything. Very large. You can't throw anything like that. <laughs> I don't trust them, and I wouldn't put something like this past them. Blaming it on the scapegoat. Well, I mean, think about it. If 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 or was there actual scapegoat? If they had to warn everybody and then they took care, and this is all just us contemplating if it really something weird, something else happened to what they said. Yeah. But um, if you took care of the threat, it would be better to tell everybody, oh, oops, it was just an accident. Yeah, it was Billy's fault. He's fired now. Of course, there's nobody named Billy. No. And, yeah. We got no. rid of him. So uh, anyway, they announced there'd be a full investigation and alert system is in place because of the potential proximity of Hawaii to North Korean missiles. In December, the test, the state tested its nuclear warning siren for the first time since the end of the Cold War. The false warning message was sent to people's mobile devices and was also broadcast on television and radio stations. The phone message notification, all in capital letters, went out at 8.07. Um, so There's more to that, too, by the way. There's, oh. there's a couple more. <clears throat> well, what I was going to say, okay, yeah, it was, corrected, it was corrected 18 minutes later, but there was no follow-up um, mobile text for 38 minutes. So they corrected it via email. Yeah, yeah don't feel like you have to come back and tell everybody that. 18 minutes later. That's uh, 20 minutes of, of good grief. So here's their lame excuse. Uh, they're saying that uh, the EMA was to blame. 
It was a procedure that occurs at the change of shift where they go through and make sure that the system, uh, that the store, it's working. An employee pushed the wrong button, which I find hard to believe. It was an inadvertent mistake, said EMA Administrator Vern Miyagi. The, ch- uh, the change of shift uh, is about three people that should have been caught. It should have not happened. But it makes you wonder, um, you know. It really makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. Make, you know what's even scarier? What? Is now that we know there's that message? Yeah. It's terrifying to think that could pop up on our phones. I'm going to send it to you. Make it look official. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're the worst. Headline is, postal worker admits he burned 20 tubs let's, of mail. Let's make a pact. Okay. Okay, we, we need to be with our families. If we get the message. Yeah. And for some reason, we can't be with our families. Right. Even though we want to be. Yeah. Let's have a pact we're going to meet at Dairy Queen. Uh, I'd love to, but I plan to go to Alan's house. Why there? He's got a hidden bunker. Wire. <laughs> it's but nice. Here's dude. the deal. Fully loaded. With Dairy Queen? No Dairy Queen, but edibles. Think about it. What? We walk into Dairy Queen. Yeah. 50-50 shot that it's a false alarm. Yeah. We walk in, we say, look, here's the deal. We all got 20 minutes. Let's start knocking out this ice cream. Yes. If it comes out that we, well, we win both ways. True. If we're incinerated, whatever. <laughs> we die happy. Yeah. If we if 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 nothing happens, yeah. we just go, mm, oh, thanks, guys. So, go, my go. bad. My bad. Sorry. Did, we'll walk in. We'll say, did y'all get the message? And they'll all be like screaming. Chances are they'll all leave anyway. They'll all yeah, just we'll leave. Sit there and eat. We'll be happy. We'll dude, dude, Let's do it. I'll be happy to see the Buster Bars. Man, me and Sarah will be there. Now, Lori and James. I didn't probably... her. Well, you said bring the families? No, I said if we couldn't be with our families. Oh, just me and you? But Sarah oh, is we're there. Sarah is welcome. Okay. But I, but what I was saying was that if we couldn't be with our families. That girl could eat all the Dairy Queen she wanted and not gain an ounce. I know. Skinny as a stick. A little stick. Like, like a, a skinny, little twig. Like a pencil. Like the kind of stick you start a fire with. Yeah, like a, a little, little t- with fire stick. Like a match. Like a, like a walking stick bug? Yes. Like that's what her, one of his legs is her. Yeah. She's half of that. She's adorable. She's cute. I love that little she, girl. She's a cutie. Headline is, Postal Worker Admits He Burned 20 Tubs of Mail. A postal worker in Louisiana. Louisiana. Down Louisiana. There in, you know, down there. Woo-wee. Cajun country. Pleaded guilty this week in federal court to destroying mail. I miss that guy. Mark, the, sh- the chef guy? My, oh, yeah. Woo-wee. Woo-wee, that Woo-wee. good. Woo-wee. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know his name, but I love him. Mark Wayne Thompson, age 50. No, I don't think that was his name. Of Pitkin in Vernon Parish, pleaded guilty to one count of use of delay or destruction of mail by a postal employee. He's a former U.S. Postal Service, former being the the key operative there, who had a rural route in Elmer. Thompson admitted that instead of delivering the mail, he took it home from December December 1st, 2016 until May 1st, 2017 and burned it. He said, forget it. I'm not delivering this mail. I'm going to burn it. As a result, Thompson faces up to five years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a two hundred fifty thousand. Can you imagine fight? how much more tragic that would be? Let's say during World War, uh, World War One oh or two, goodness, or Vietnam. Yeah. Some of the people writing letters. That's the only way you communicate. Oh, that'd be terrible. That was the main way to communicate. Yeah. Now you just be like, okay, good. I can get any bills. Well, I guarantee. I guarantee. <laughs> I ain't got no bills. I'm happy. Thank guarantee. You. Hey, let's go to Canada. Eh? You want to? Let's go up to Canada. Beauty, eh? Here eh? we go. Eh? Come a credit card. This just in. Eh? Jelly donut coming. Canadians ripped apart an American historic site with chainsaws, eh? Now, what the? Beauty, eh? <laughs> a stereotype of the polite Canadian has been a boon for our country. What country? Ours? This is our country. We've used it to manipulate the heck out of the world. People look at our nice... I'm speaking from the... 
from the position of the Canadian here. Well, you're not using the accent. Oh. <clears throat> People look at our nice little frozen tundra, eh? And they think how we're helping each other dig cars or sh- snowmobiles out of snow and, and like, uh, yeah. serving each other hot beef barley soup or something, eh? Back bacon. We all know the cliche of an American tourist sewing Canadian flags on backpacks so they can... So so they are harassed less abroad, eh? Yeah, beauty. However, we Canadians harbor a dirty little secret, eh? We can ju- we can be just as big of jerks as the rest of the chuds populating the globe. <laughs> I should have I should have edited this one a little bit better. <laughs> maybe, eh? I just wonder if chuds that cannib- cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller <laughs> populating the globe, and the politest can be cliche tends to act as a smokescreen for the racism and violence that exists here. We're not here to talk about that, though, eh? Beauty. We're here to talk about what some of us did to our southern neighbor's favorite historical shed. That's so sad. Earlier this week, a couple proud but frozen jerks (laughs) (laughs) took some chainsaws and sledgehammers. I had to give up the accent. That's okay, because this part isn't from a Canadian. Good. Yeah. This is this is from us. This is from our <clears throat> Good. Earlier this week, a couple of proud but frozen jerks took some chainsaws and sledgehammers to the U.S. historic site after it washed up on the shores of New Brunswick. The exact motives are unclear. It could be for revenge, or maybe it was to source materials for a sick gazebo hut. <laughs> Perfect for listening to Kim Mitchell's Patio Lanterns. I don't even know what that means. Me neither. No matter what the reasons behind it, at the end of the day, we chainsawed the living heck out of that shed. They did. They destroyed it. So the shed, during the storm, and we'll just cut off. It, we'll, I'm, I'm going to summarize this. Do it, because I'm already bored with this the, story. This shed, during the storm, hey. it broke off and floated into Canada. Canada said, hey, look, a shed. They grabbed it and, tore, and destroyed it. It turns out it was a historic shed from from us. And our neighbors to the north there. Uh, maybe they'll send us some maple syrup and maybe, some back bacon. I love Canadians. I love them. They're, you like Canada? I, I like Canada and Canadians. I like them both. Uh, you know, Wayne Gretzky is probably my favorite Canadian. Anyway, headline is, Woman Returns Dead Christmas Tree to Costco in January, Craig. A crazy shopper returned her Christmas tree to Costco this January for a refund. Before this gets too far in this story, yeah, one of my kids works for a wholesale club, we'll say, rhymes with hams. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And she tells me that it is their policy. People, there's a guy she said that comes into their store all the time that will basically m- mooch off of their inventory. He'll he'll buy a couch, bring it back two years later. <laughs> he'll get a TV, bring it back two years later. They can't ask questions. That's terrible. Their policy is to take it back. That's crazy. So this may not be this far fetched. The woman apparently managed to get her money back in full. Dis- in full. There you go. Despite taking the battered fur back a full 10 days after December 25th, she was snapped at the checkout of the store in Santa Clara, California, by an unimpressed shopper, Scott Bentley. Yeah, Scott Bentley is known as the de facto unimpressed shopper. He'll take it away. He will. He's the unimpressed shopper. When you think of an unimpressed shopper and you say, Craig, yeah. Who's the most unimpressed shopper? You know, I say immediately Scott Bentley. Scott Bentley. Yeah. He's got the name for it. Yeah, he's, he, he's cornered the market on it. He that. shared the photo on Facebook writing, I can't make this stuff up. Woman in line at Costco, totally nonchalant, to return her Christmas tree because it's dead on January 4th. He cuts to the chase. He doesn't hold back. No, he doesn't. What was that? Did I, Did one of us say S-I-R-I? 
<laughs> because my S-I-R-I just went off. Siri? Stop. No, you just don't just say the word H-E-Y in front of it. Okay. Well, something happened. So don't say, hey, Siri. I said, I said something and she picked up on it. You know, uh, Alexa pulls that garbage all the time. Heartbreaking to think she may have needed that money so much. She lost all respect and dignity for it. You may say something about Alexa. This is going to get me in trouble. <laughs> gonna get me, this is going to get me in trouble at home, but I'm going to say it. Go ahead. It's a good thing Alexa's a woman. No. Here's why. Does she? Do you ask her to do stuff she forgets? <laughs> I can yell across the room, and she will not hear a word I say. Darn it. But if I say, like, Alexa, I can say, what did you say? I'll just go. I can be talking like in a whisper. Alexa, what? What do you want? But I could, but I could be like, hey, Alexa, turn on the turn on the lights. Alexa, tur- Ale- I'm screaming. Yeah. She doesn't. She, I'm screaming. She doesn't listen to me. Maybe her stories are on. Her, oh, you're right. Her could, stories yeah. could be on. She did get a refund, but not happily, though. It was questioned. Alexa? No verified purchase on her account. She uh, she was shamed to a small degree, but I don't I don't think it phased her because she uh, she has no conscience. She didn't seem to mind that I took a photo and said, "Are you serious? Are you Craig? Are you serious? You serious returning that tree?" Well, first of all, let's just let's get down to this real quick. Here. Okay. First of all, as much as we do appreciate the work of Scott Bentley, Scott Bentley, he's you know what he's he's a shopper. Of all the unimpressed shoppers that are out there, yeah. I, again we've said we we do admire most of his work, but also Scott Bentley, it's none of your business. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Uh, so this woman got slammed on social media. You know, branded her. People were branding her as cheap and brazen. One person people wrote, just look to tear people down. People like this are miserable. Seriously, how cheap can you be? I know of a person, I don't know this person personally, but I know a family member of this person who says that this person bought a television, put her old television in the box and returned it. (laughs) That's just robbery. That's just larceny or something. And it worked. But wouldn't it be funny if this person, if for like one week, Sam's decided to sell live trees with the purpose of putting them in your yard. Yeah. This lady bought a tree. It didn't live. She brought it back. It wasn't a Christmas tree at all. It was just a fur that she bought. Yeah. That she would, wouldn't that be sad if she just got dragged that's true. through this? And, and she was actually returning a tree that just didn't live. Yeah. That's true. That would be bad. Are we at the end already? We are. Well, I got yeah. a story about number 10. Do you? Uh, do you? Hey, oh, now. Yeah. Hey, now. Hey, now. No, that's a crowded it's, house. It's the Mark Patch Top 10. I say that. Greatest classic rock songs. Now, I've got a big problem with this whole list. It's now, the Top 10. I'm supposed to say it's the Mark Patch Top 10. Well, hey, you were Siri. a little late. You were a little late to stop that. <laughs> so, the Top 10 Greatest Classic Rock Songs. So, this is this is from the top10s.com. We're just regular people going vote. Now, I do agree with some of these. <laughs> I don't with others. But... This is how it's published. So I wish I could bring this up and read it to you, but I wasn't prepared because I did not know this was... You should always be prepared. I, I know. I wasn't prepared. Number 10 on the list, greatest classic rock songs, The Beatles' Hey Jude. Yeah. Now... Go you, ahead. You know this You know this story already, I think, but... So Julian Lennon, John Lennon's son... Yeah. ...is, is Jude in the right. song. He, that, it's written about him. So Front Diva, just going right by the door again over here. Every week. So... My friend, I have a friend who... You have a friend? I have a friend who has somehow managed to become friends with Julian Lennon. Yeah. Did some work with him. <clears throat> yeah. He's, yeah. He's, my friend's a photographer. Mm-hmm. He's become friends with yep. him. Yep. I, on, on Facebook, not trying to be funny, because it's not funny, I make a comment about, hey, Jude, Yeah. about this, whatever, right? I yeah. Said, you said, did you, when you were talking when, to him when, last time... When you time, talked to him, did you say, hey, Jude? Yeah. 
Okay, well, that's not funny. We all know that's not funny. I said it I just... I thought it was funny. Well, it's not really funny. It is kind but, of funny. But but he knows me. Yeah. My friend, the photographer, knows me, and he knows what I meant. He he knows I was Shout just... Shout out being, to Alan. Yeah, I was not going to name names. I brother. didn't say a last name. I could be talking about my brother. Okay, you know, Alan Clark. There you go. Okay, name. go ahead. Alan Clark Photography. Yeah. Check out Alan Clark Photography. He's a great photographer. Yeah, he is. Uh, Alan, A-L-L-E-N. Some people, some people spell it A-L-A-N. Yeah. So check out Alan Clark Photography. So Alan is friends with him. I know. I know. I'm just recounting now that I've got to say. So anyway, here's the best part of the story. Yeah. Number 10 on the list. Hey, Jude, the Beatles. So I say this, just not trying to be funny, just stupid talk. I've yeah. talked known Alan for over 30 some odd years. Yeah. I didn't know they were friends. We went to high school with him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we- I did not know that he was. What are the odds you're going to comment on a friend's Facebook page and the guy is friends with him? Out of nowhere, here comes Julian Lennon at me like a spider monkey. <laughs> he, he wasn't rude or anything. Oh, he was on me. <laughs> Very funny. Ha, ha. Haven't heard that but before. You were, son, heard that before. <laughs> yeah. You're, but you were hysterical. Then he starts calling me Greg, <laughs> yeah. being funny. So the cool part of the story is I was verbally assaulted by no. one of the Beatles' sons. That's no. cool. I don't think so. No, I don't, he I don't was, think he no, was. I think Alan had to calm him down. Are you serious? No, I, you think think he, he I think he had to explain to him that I was not. You weren't being. I wasn't being a jerk. I no, because I was no, being it's just funny. Yeah, I was just being stupid. You were being Craig. I was being me. Yeah, and nothing wrong with that. And uh, <sighs> so, so that was just a great story. That, I guess that 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 okay. It, yeah, that was my random story. Yeah. Random but what are the story. odds that was going to happen? I agree. It's bizarre. Yeah. So anyway, but then you came. You responded something about oh wow i just you know that that you said something like that time when i mentioned Jul, julian lennon and and he responded and then julian lennon was cool about it he got better he yeah. said I, he said I, I he goes I, it's all right yeah he, he, cool. he, goes, he goes i was just kind of i've had no connection with julian lennon you have although i did meet davy jones well, from my, the monkeys. my brother went to george harrison's house george harrison by the way was is still deceased i don't know what's going on but all day today on television was beatles stuff for some reason, and I had I, I was producing all day long today, but I had the TV on because it keeps Lily occupied. She likes to watch television, so Your dog likes to my watch dog too. likes. She does. So I'm listening to this, and apparently, John was the jerk of the band. Well, the way he treated his, exactly, yeah, and they yeah. started with that. But they said his whole life, he's. They said that the thing with uh, Yoko was kind of an agreement between the two of them to make them appear to be this so in love. To excel her career, and then it really wasn't all that. We didn't ask for that. No. Um, but George was the coolest, nicest guy in the band. Apparently was, by all accounts, super cool, nice guy. Super cool, nice guy, yep. And very generous, extremely generous. Yeah. He gave me a, a Aston Martin. <laughs> Number nine. I can't get no satisfaction. I can't. Wait, this is the I top love the, ten. I love the Devo version of the song. I can't get no satisfaction. I can't give me no. All right. Top 10 greatest classic rock songs. Number nine, I can't get no satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Do you like the Stones? Yeah. I love them. I like their sound. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge, like, you know. I can't get enough of them. I, I can listen to them all day. I love uh, Keith Richards' guitar. I, I love everything about, yeah. like, I just love their sound. I love they're, the fact that they, they hold no bones about it, that they've done drugs their entire life. And they're I think all, it's like, funny. 170 and still touring and jumping around on stage well i think it's kind of funny. a good friend of mine once told me about charlie watts the drummer said he thinks it's comical that people think he's a celebrity 
that's where I would want to be in life. If I was popular that people knew me, yeah, I want to be like in the center of that and not realize it. And that's kind of how, or that's kind of how Charlie Watts is. Apparently, Charlie Watts is not the rock star type. He's he thinks it's funny that people think he's a. That a, must be a drummer thing because Ray Luzier from Corn uh-huh. we interviewed for a, the same other way. Show, exactly the same. Maybe way. it's because they're never in the freaking music videos. <laughs> that may be because yeah, they're always hidden. They, every once in a while, you get the little obligatory little shot of the drummer now and then. Well, Ray comes in the studio with us. He he came in to to. Why are you hanging out? Why are you hanging out with us right now? I can probably get him here. Yeah, you <clears> but, say that a lot. But he looks like you and me. He looks like he has no tattoos. The only thing he wears on stage is some eye makeup because to fit with the band. Mm-hmm. And he said he could go to any he could go anywhere in the world and not be recognized, even though he's on these stages and performing. Wow. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So back to the top ten greatest classic rock songs we've covered. Number ten, Hey Jude. Number nine, uh, I can't get a I satisfaction. No- Number eight. Also, the Rolling Stones, Paint It Black. I love it. Love that song. Number yeah. seven, a true classic, Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. Why do I think that was called Dust in the Wind? I don't know. I don't know. Isn't that the same song? Same song, yeah. Huh. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Those are two different oh, songs. Oh, two different songs. Yeah, two different songs, yeah. I'm sorry. It's kind of like that uh, that one Who song that's actually called Bob O'Reilly or something, but it actually is... Uh... You're talking about number five? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's get to that in a minute. <laughs> go, you go on to number six. Okay, number six. Comfortably Numb, Pink Floyd. You know, Pink Floyd's one of those bands I didn't like yeah, I'm in like... high school, but now I really do. Another Brick in the Wall. Yeah. The, the Wall. There's a few... Ba- I, didn't, I wasn't big on the Rolling Stones or uh, Pink Floyd, but now I love both of them. So let's talk about Bob O'Reilly, number five. Number five. That's the one that the song goes... Is that the one my generation... Uh, I don't know. It's the one that's. Uh, I'm I'm totally blanking because I'm on meds. Yeah, it's the one that you would swear was called anything but Bob, Bob O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Yeah, that's it. All right, okay, number four. And I'm starting to get. I'm starting to appreciate Southern rock more than I used to. I love this band. I used to. I used to. <laughs> yeah, me too. Dislike this band so much, I would go out of my way to let you know I dislike. Yeah, this me band. too. Um, Freebird number four. Larry I Skinner. love as, Larry I've, Skinner. as I've gotten older. I've really started to embrace things like. Marshall Tucker band, oh, I love the Almond Brothers, yes. uh, Bellamy Brothers. I think it's kind because of, we've matured and realized this is good music. It's, it's not a way of stuff life. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always associated a lot of this music with the punks that went exactly. to school with us. Yes, because we went with a lot of rednecks at our and school. And the funny thing, well, I'm talking about the, the, the kind of the ones you call freaky, kind of the druggy kind of. Well, I hung out were, with some of them. I know, <laughs> but but uh, but now it's kind of funny. Joke's on me because those guys knew the cool music back then. And I yeah. was blowing it off. Yeah, but, that uh, goes back to Pink Floyd because they growing up they were a druggy band. That's and, his, is, and he's by, and he's you know from Michigan or something. But even like Bob Seger, who's yeah. not Southern yeah. Rock. I didn't like him growing I up. I didn't like I do him, that. and I, I, I love his. Isn't that funny. Stuff. Yeah. Number three, Hotel California by you the. You think Eagles. somewhere those drug guys are going? Man, play some more Devo. <laughs> yes, probably Hotel California. Probably my least favorite Eagles song. One of the best guitar uh, solos ever. Though. It's a good one. Yeah, but uh, I think it's rated as one of the best guitar solos. Actually, probably. Number two, it, it's it's a travesty that it's not number one. Yeah, number two, Bohemian Rhapsody. Because I still every time I hear it, I don't know what I'm listening to, but it's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Great. I no, just went. <coughs> the number one, the number one, top ten greatest rock song of all time. You ready for this, Craig? Well, no, I already know what it is. <laughs> Riding the Storm Out by R.E.M. No, Speedwagon. it's not. No, yeah, it is. Blue, what's is up with this? <laughs> Riding the Storm Out no, by R.E.M. Speedwagon. Stairway to Heaven. I, I hate that song. I'm not. I, I didn't like Zeppelin growing up. I yeah. don't like them now. I but like, the funny thing is, I do like Greta Van Fleet. This the band that people say sound just like them. Well, I like um, I like the stuff that Robert Plant's done. Me since too. Then. I like his solo stuff. Yeah, and the stuff with Alison Krauss. Yeah, because I love that stuff. And he's he's a great 
He's got a great voice. He does have a great voice. Um, but I'm kind of thinking there must be classic rock songs. There's got to be some Billy Joel there somewhere. I don't know. Some other stuff. There's I mean, no uh, this. It's not a real list because Aria is nowhere in it. They should well, be because they're they're cheeky pop rock. They're Literally. not cheeky. Are you telling? Okay, you're Whatever. just trying to set me off now. Almost what? They're led by an old woman. <laughs> Grandmother. Grandmother. Kevin. Kevin rocks. Still to this day. Well, he can't sing anymore, but he, he rocks. And I will say, chair. we will, just to make you happy, when High Infidelity came out, it was one of the rockinest records out. I love that record. But at the same time, they were up against things like Journey. Sticks. Yeah. Equinox. Yes. Pieces uh, of Eight. I think um, uh, Paradise Theater was out. When, uh, and if it makes you feel better... I had high fidelity on A-Track. Nice. I'm out of here. I'm sick. Let's go get better. Led Zeppelin, most overrated band in history. Next to Nickelback. I don't even think Nickelback's overrated. I don't think Nickelback's rated. <laughs> I don't know what they are. I wish they would just go away. Why are we still talking? Show's over. Slam that door. Let's go home. Be in the car.